What's in the bag? A shark or something? Put the bunny back in the box. Everybody, this is Two Guys Five Movies. This is the Quick Cage. Frank, what movie are we covering tonight? Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about 2019's Kill Chain. It's a video on demand. Um, I don't know, run of the mill, shoot 'em up, gangsters in Mexico crap movie. I'm already captivated. Right. It's actually so conceptually, it's a pretty cool idea, which is that like. As these different, like, ne'er-do-wells are killing each other, it's like following the person that killed the previous person, if that makes sense. Okay. So, like, that's that's the kill chain, I guess, is that, you know, as one person kills the next, like, the focus of the movie shifts. Okay. But unfortunately, it's basically, uh, it's like a really bad episode of Homeland or something, maybe, or like a bad episode of 24. Like, it's just not... Not very well done and not very interesting. Um, Nick Cage is only in maybe a third of the movie. Hmm. Uh, playing the proprietor of a, like a seedy hotel in Mexico. That, But he's really like this underworld bigwig who's, I don't know, this super skilled assassin or something. Um, he's got, I, I think I, I've, I've told you about this before. He's got the Hollywood Hulk Hogan like spray on beard. Right, going on like it's mm-hmm. not even like it doesn't look anything like a real beard. It's just like <laughs> like Mossman's like fur, the He-Man right. character like on his face. <laughs> right. Um, and he gets to have sex with a beautiful Hispanic woman. Hmm. Um, I think he's a producer on this movie too, so that makes sense. Right. Um, Enrico Coliente or Col Coltiani, however you say his name, the Veronica Mars. Keith Mars. Yeah, Keith Mars is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably the best part of the movie. Like, I actually was really kind of into the movie when he was in it. Um, but spoiler alert, like, he dies, and then it moves on from that, and it's just not as interesting. So, it's uh, free to watch, I think, on Prime right now. Okay, if so, I don't know, maybe you don't want to focus on the Nicolas Cage parts, but, like, what is the... There's not really much to talk about with Nicolas Cage. I mean, he's just kind of, like... He's got his, like, I don't know, mysterious swagger character that he plays, like, the guy that's too cool. We're, we're going to talk about Drive Angry next week, I think, because Drive Angry is amazing. Um, but it's kind of like that, like, mysterious, aloof, badass that's, like, doesn't need to raise his voice or show you how badass he is because he just is, like, so lethal or whatever i don't know so it's the opposite of kiss of death <clears throat> yeah and it's not a particularly like remarkable performance or anything from and again he's only in it for maybe i mean i think the movie's like 70 minutes long 75 minutes long and he's in maybe like 20 minutes of it a lot of the movie takes place away from him and following like other characters so jesus it's really that short i think it's that i mean that it doesn't i don't remember 
I didn't look up the runtime before we started talking, but I don't remember it being that long. It felt right. really short. Huh. It felt like going by fast. Maybe that's a testament to it, is that at least, like, it goes by quickly. It's, it's, <laughs> that's, um, that's a good tagline. Right. Like, you won't feel like you're watching this as long as you are. One hour, 32 minutes. Oh, well, it's longer than I thought. Yeah. Man, I, I really only think he's in like 20 minutes of the movie, though. I'm trying to think because he's in five or six minutes in the beginning. And then like 15 to 20 minutes at the end. So maybe like 25 minutes or so. It was initially released in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. It's got to be released somewhere, right? Oh, they don't want me to find a Chrome just like forced me out. They're like, you're not going to find out about this director at all. You don't need to know nothing about nobody. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know about the people that make these movies. I'm interested in these people. Fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. It's, I'm yeah, I'm there now. Okay, so I mean, it's he, legit. Just like direct video schlock. Like yeah. Okay, so he wrote the replacement killers. Looks like he's a TV producer. Yeah, he wrote a bunch of episodes and numbers. That movie, that cover looks amazing. Um, it looks like Lou Diamond Phillips in maybe 2020. Or, I mean, sorry, not 2020. 2002, Lone Hero, he wrote. You're looking at the yeah, Lone Hero movie? Yeah. Blunt, Blunt Force Drama is some movie he did in 2015. So he, he wrote and then started directing um, Yeah, these straight to video movies. Yeah, there's nothing interesting about it. No, there's nothing interesting there at all. And only every like three or four years, it looks like. So I guess we're due in a couple of years. <laughs> right. Except for we were not like COVID will end up pushing back his 2022 movie to 2025. I'm sure he doesn't need like real sets or actors. Yeah. So there's a pretty, this, this Blood Force trauma has a pretty, um, pretty big cast. Yeah. Well, I mean, of like, like B and C listers. So Kill Chain. So, well, since if there's not much to talk about with Kill Chain, let's talk about this. I think uh, Enrico, uh, um, I think that dude is really underrated. He's really, I mean, like I said, he's he's good in the movie. Like that guy, like is always good in everything that he does. Um, largely. Colin Tony. And Colin, oh, yes. this guy, this dude that directed this movie, I guess he like just hires the same actors because a lot of these actors are the ones that I just saw in um, I can't even remember Blunt Force Trauma. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, I must have accidentally rather than clicked on Blunt Force Trauma, I clicked on Blue Bloods. Because they start, they start with BLU, and I was looking at the MDIB page, and I was like, "Man, he just got all the actors from Blue Bloods to be in this movie of his." <laughs> <laughs> That's Mickey Rourke. Huh. Oh yeah, that Ryan guy was in um, Kill Chain. That's in Blunt Force Drama. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Cage is um, I don't. Know. Yeah. So where is it on the Cage scale? His his big twenty minutes. It's probably like more of a half hour now that I think about it. Um, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a four. <clears throat> There's not really much to write home about, I guess. Okay. So this is one of the more recent Nick Cage movies. Like, um, what is what does this tell you about Cage in 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 2020? He'll just do whatever he can to make money, I guess. At this point, so he's still in that whole phase from still the same like phase of the past five years. You think? I mean, it doesn't. I guess maybe he's trying to lend some like gravitas to the performance or whatever, but it doesn't really feel like he cares about the role. Hmm. Interesting. There's another movie, this movie Grand Isle that came out in 2019 too. That's um about a father getting charged with murder that I want to watch that he's in. I mean, there's just so many like directed video things that he does. He's like Samuel L. Jackson or um I don't know. Like one of those dudes that just is in every single thing that they'll give to him, basically. Yeah. So, and sometimes they're just not that great. You know, they can't all be, uh, can't all be winners. Yeah. How do you think, I mean, do you think in terms of his, um, reputation, like, like long-term, I mean, he's a, he's an A-list actor when he wants to be, um, like he's part of that upper echelon of Hollywood. I mean, but do you think all this has ruined his reputation in the past like ten to fifteen years? Oh no, no. I think everyone understands. Yeah. I mean, I I think that I think there's very few Hollywood actors that are so pretentious anymore that they'll begrudge someone for doing something just to make money. You know what I mean? Like, but how I'm, many people are Daniel Day Lewis? You know, like all these actors go and do like scrub like b-list direct video movies well who's your who's your a-list like it's like Cruz, pitt i guess clooney's up there now yeah maybe dicaprio like none of those guys do that shit right but they don't have to i mean right. nicholas cage getting like 22 million dollars for a movie you know but isn't Nicolas Cage more like Wesley Snipes than Leo DiCaprio? Sure. I don't think that's a bad comparison there. Right. I, mean, I think that's fine. Huh. I just wonder, like, in the long term, like, if all these, like, schlock movies that, like, don't really matter will just, like, kind of be held against him in some ways. I don't think so. No? Do you hold, um... I hold it against him. you hold, uh... What was the wine company that um, Orson Welles used to show for? Um, I can't. What is it? Perignon or whatever. Maybe I can't. I know. I, I've seen the commercials. Like, I, yeah, I, I know. What yeah, you're you hold about. it against him? He had to um, get money somewhere. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I, I do. Yeah. You love yeah. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper was in any garbage movie that anybody would let him be in for decades. Right, I guess you like just you do just ignore it. I right, guess. you're just gonna remember their great performances. Right, yeah. like even like great actors, like Eastwood was in a bunch of garbage in the '70s, and not I don't know if Eastwood's a great actor, but he's definitely like yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. out of he, the previous generation, sure, like absolutely, he was yeah, he was the top actor. I mean, yeah, I don't know, I 
the Wells thing is a little weird to me just because like I feel bad for Orson Wells um because it kind of happened to him where it seems like this like Cage kind of put himself in that position by being crazy sure and but, not but you're probably you're probably right like I mean only it's because we're living in it am I thinking that probably in like you know 20 years when I'm when I'm dead like people aren't going to look back on like Nick Cage and be like you know yeah like fuck his straight to video movies they'll just yeah. think of like whatever adaptation or you know um, well, we talked about somebody who died the other day that I hold in like really high esteem I can't remember who it was and I realized that like the entire first part of their career was nothing but like basically like z-grade british like suspense and horror films Hmm. or like they did a bunch of um a bunch of the spaghetti westerns and not like the really good spaghetti westerns like the cheapo right you know yeah like really low budget spaghetti westerns and i I don't think anybody holds this up against them the question is who's going to be watching kill chain in 20 years you know right i mean you, you, you never know Raising Arizona and right the other stuff that he's famous for, <clears throat> like truly <clears throat> famous for. I mean, yeah, possibly. I'm never going to watch Kill Chain. No, there's no need to. It's a bad yeah. movie. Right. <clears throat> okay, it's so, not even a bad movie. Yeah, it's an incredibly competent movie. Like it's fine. Right. There's just nothing about it that makes yep. you want to see it. Yeah. No, that's that's what I was saying the other uh, last week at some point about all these damn horror movies I'm watching is that the worst actually thing I can say is like that it's competent. It's just competent enough, but not good enough to be like worthy of talking about and not right. incompetent enough that it's funny um, or amusing. So it just, just exists. Yeah, that's what I'm always looking for with these cage movies is like, the ones that elevate that level of absurdity to a point where it's super funny as opposed right. to just when is this thing going to be over? Like I watched National Treasure the other day and was really into it. Like I thought that was a great movie. Not that that's like, as you know, it's definitely a high budget movie, but mm-hmm. you know, that's a Nicolas Cage performance is like engaging and fun. And then there's the opposite to them, which are like the fuck. I can't remember what it's called. The one where it's like, Pseudo implies that he has an incestuous love for his son or something. It's really weird. Um, and that's like the opposite end of that spectrum. And then there's ones like this where it's just like, eh. Right. Like that was kind of a waste of an hour and a half of my life. Did we already talk about that one? No, I'm saving it. Okay, you're saving it. Okay. Yeah, it's really awkward. I, I, I don't like talking about it. <laughs> uh, you're never going to remember the details of that movie by the time we get to it. I'm going to have to watch it again. <laughs> You're going to watch like most of them again. <clears throat> Some of them. I try and do them like close to when I saw it. Like this one, I remember really well. Yeah, this was the one of the first ones though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was within that first like week and a half that I started watching them. Right. I think that, um, yeah, because Frankie, my, my son was away at college. So I was just sitting here when I would get home at night and I would watch like one or two movies every single night. Right. And this was one of those ones where I, I actually might have watched this and, um, fuck one of those weird pseudo-religious ones of his on the same night Mm. 
not knowing because knowing was definitely the first one but it might have been um knowing what's the other one i kept confusing knowing with um yeah i can't remember the one with, the one with jessica beal right right Fuck, i can't remember what it's called the one where he was um johnny california or whatever right yeah um uh, shit uh next yeah next that's next. it i might have watched this the next on the same night all right yeah next jesus that was a fun one um yeah hmm. that was awful okay well um all right no, no nothing else on what, what's your rating yeah i've been making forcing you to give ratings like what is this movie's rating yeah like that on the cage scale cage scale it's like a three because there's just not not enough cage in it to mm-hmm. really be great um as a movie it's like a four maybe you know it's it's whatever okay four out of ten right yeah that sounds like, pretty again, it's, it, it's basically like you turn on i don't know like ncis or something oh, that's maybe not a good example like homeland it's like just a bad episode of homeland something <laughs> for actually realize this is the second time you just have you have you watched the episode of homeland honestly i've watched like one episode of homeland okay yeah I was just wondering if you were basing this off of experience or just what your um I just what, feel like what what what, what what you imagine Homeland is like. Um I think I'm I, I think I'm on point. What was that what was that show <laughs> that you made me watch about the um the terrorist cells invading the US or like infiltrating the US? Oh, the show that was actually like uh mediocre, um kind of. Um yeah, sleep, yeah. sleeper cell. Okay, so it's like an episode had 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 really good performances inside of a of a mediocre to sometimes less than mediocre plot. Right. Yeah. The only thing I remember about that movie is the the Muslim terrorist that looked like Abed from Community was really into um, Tribe Called Quest. Like he really liked that. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Right. And do you remember that character ended up being gay as well? Wasn't he with some chick? No, not that one. Yeah, he was. That was the one that went to Can- then went to Canada. Uh, like- uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, he was with a chick, but he was actually gay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, you watched the second season. Yeah, like he was, he was actually. Like okay, I may have known that, but I don't know it now. Right. Well, what's funny is because you've watched American Gods, right? Uh, yeah. That you got he's the he's the he's the gay muslim who oh was with with a jinn yeah so he's like typecast yeah. as a gay muslim yeah if that's not the, a there, there's a there's another thing in there's another thing role he has where he plays a gay muslim and it's like he's the go-to guy for for gay muslim that's weird i don't know yeah um, I can't remember his name. I like the guy, but um, but yeah, like he's he. I don't know. He's like oddly typecast in some ways. It's interesting typecasting. So. It is. Um, where were we? At? Oh, right. Yeah. So anyway, three and four are bleak. That's that's about the bleakest you can get, I think, for this uh, mini cast here is um, <laughs> is 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 to have that score because that means there's nothing to talk about. Right. It's just they're really just. Right. I'm just getting them out of the way at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually I'm super excited because I I think this weekend <laughs> just wait, wading through the shit. <laughs> right. Well, I mean they're not all going to be gems. <laughs> Frankie's um going to his aunt and uncle's for the week, mm. so I may do my um triple feature of Captain Corelli's mandolin, um the nine eleven movie he was in World 
World Trade, right? Or is it or whatever one? World Trade Center, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, uh, Wind Talkers. I think I want to do all three of them. Yeah, you you told me this plan the other day over text, and um, maybe it's just me being depressed, but I I I worried about you. I'm super into the idea because it's like they're all like big budget, like Hollywood productions. Like these are all like. Right. major wide release movies and i have no idea i think they're all just i really want to watch him i i'm so excited for captain crowley's mandolin because of the Bella thing like as he's walking <laughs> down the road and, oh my god yeah it looks i remember it looking so bad and now i really can't wait to see it yeah i've seen i know i've seen the trailer for wind talkers and thought it looked fucking absurd that's just about um, Native American codebreakers during like World War II, right? Or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Except yeah, for there's, except for there's a plot. I mean, <laughs> and you know it's not going to be a good plot. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. you can just imagine. It's like you know, it's like uh, what's what's what is it? It's like you know, you, the pitch for that movie. It's like you know, like Native American codebreakers World War II. Here's here's the pitch for that movie. So all these movies about World War II have made money in the past few years, uh-huh. but we're running out of angles. So we found one. Here right. it is. Let's cast this. Right. But they're from the reservation. Right. 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 And Nicholas Code Breakers, Native Americans, about. Cage. Right. Well, Nicholas <laughs> Cage probably was like channeling the spirit of a dead Powhatan, like war chief <laughs> or something at the time. <laughs> Do you think he's like, um, do you think Cage is going to try to play a Native American in this movie? No, he's he's respectful enough that he doesn't ever play anybody but a white dude. Huh. That's going to be interesting. Do you think he's the, the, he's, 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 he's the, he's the guy that like, he's, he's like their Oscar Schindler? No, I think it's even worse than that. I think he's the. I think he's the disenfranchised career military man that finds like a renewed love oh, okay. of freedom through like his interactions with these like brilliant young Native American men. Right, right. Yeah, he's he's like been he did he did something. He's on the outs, and like he's just kind of like. Yeah, wars, wars, wars drug him down, and he's um, right. Yeah, and this that, is what this is what renews his spirit. Gotcha. So it's like a it's like a fucking sports movie, but like with the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Native American. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a god. They should make. Yeah, they should do that with like a Native American, like I don't know, like basketball team or something. You know, speaking of that, you need to watch that um, Blood Quantum movie. Speaking of Native American. <laughs> He just fighted every, um, every, every really, possible way really, to to get this blood quantum movie. It's really fucking good, and you're not doing anything with your life. So, um, you don't know. Pick, I've pick I've been hours. I've been watching some movies. I've been watching some movies. Right, you watch shit. So watch one that's actually good, and it's free, and it's like right there. Just watch. I mean, it. I watched one that you in the past couple of days. I watched two that you didn't think are shit because they're on lists. Right. Well, that doesn't count if you're watching a list movie. List movies don't count. No. <laughs> book is book. Yeah. <laughs> List movies are work. Okay. <clears throat> Even if I love them, they become work like the second they go on a list. Huh. That's interesting. 
That's I why mean, I gotta sometimes... watch everything before it goes on the list. Because see, I sometimes, sometimes I think of them as um, as uh, as work, and sometimes um, I guess the the best movies be- aren't work. No, nah, they're still work. It was it was work watching Breathless. As much as I enjoyed it, it was still like, oh, I gotta watch Breathless today. Oh. All right, last thing I'm gonna bring up real quick is, um, have you been on Netflix recently? Uh, I mean, I was watching Parks and Rec earlier today. I can't remember if this was on the podcast or not with me bitching about um the uh the save screens like weeks ago and how like they were still the same save like the screensavers were still the same movies and television shows from like fucking 2015. Oh, like Bright and shit like that? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Um what is it Quer- 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 Quervo Stay something like the the span. Do you remember this one? Like it's like the the dude with the curly hair and the girl. It's like kind of some kind of Spanish TV show. It's like Murder of Crows or something. I think it's called. Like, but it's like in Spanish. No, um, I never, I never let it sit that long. Like, I never see him really. Uh, okay, because I we just leave shit on and it's just would just go constantly. It was just the same shit. And like now, I don't know if you noticed, but I was just bitching the other week about how they need to. Um, why aren't they not using this to advertise new shows? Or you know, and now they've changed it. Um, the the last update, like last week, um, now is advertising things that are coming up or things that just got released or the things that are trending for the day, and it like changes like every day. It seems. That's interesting. Yeah. So now I actually know like what's what's upcoming um, on Netflix without like reading some right. dumb website that like lists it by date. So I have to scroll through the entire thing. Yeah, it's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So. All, All right. right. So what's next week? Did you say drive? Uh, Ang- angry drive. Yeah, we'll do we'll do drive angry next week. Drive angry. Okay. I would actually recommend. I'm going to recommend watching Drive Angry like in advance. That I watch Drive Angry. Just anybody, whatever. Oh, it's, okay. It's, All right. So they can like follow follow along. It's a lot of fun. Okay. I'll um. I'll write it down if I find time in my busy schedule. Right. See if it's available for free anywhere. It is. It's on Prime. Yeah, okay. Or Netflix. It's on one of the two. Okay. But I think Prime. Season 5 of Hoarders is also on Netflix, according to Netflix right now. (laughs) Can I watch Hoarders? Hoarders is... Hoarders is typically painful for me to watch. Like It really hurts me watching that show. Because I watch them, also I watch stupid paranormal like TV shows on Prime. They right. recommend they recommend to me like all kinds of those type of shows, and somehow yeah. somehow the hoarding shit has gotten into it, and I didn't realize that there are like eight different hoarding shows out there. A lot of people hoarding shit, there, buddy. I guess I don't know. I just I don't know. All I get is cooking shows from like the reality cooking shows and nature shows. That's my yeah. wheelhouse from the reality sector. So, right, yeah, I get. I've gotten bitched at so much in the past, like few weeks, for how Prime, like the the algorithm of what Prime shows now, um, because it's just it's just like all this like awful horror shit. Yeah, welcome to my <laughs> life. <laughs> um. So yeah, so yeah, it's just all that kind of shit. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Yep. Um, next week we'll be back with a uh, movie that Frank actually recommends. It seems so. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.